Today's advanced training. I'm so excited. <laughs> Five signs you got a guy. Five signs you got a guy. Um, uh, this is a, a topic I've brought up before, and uh, five signs you got a guy. It's always, uh, it's kind of a joke around, you know, when you hire somebody, like, ooh, I finally got a guy, right? Uh, and so that's what we're talking about. Here's five signs you really do have uh, somebody. And um, this is, uh, anytime I'm doing training, a lot of times, uh, most of the time, it comes about because I'm having this same conversation with multiple people. Uh, uh, recently, like in the last seven, eight, ten days, I'm having the conversations of how do you identify the right people? And there's constantly uh, this conversation of, um, I, I want to hire quality or do I want to hire quantity? Um, what am I looking for when I'm hiring? Uh, and so today, what I want to do is really, I want to shed uh, some light on that. I want to give you some perspective. Um, yeah, so let's jump into it. This is my friend, John Maxwell. I, he, I say he's my friend because he always says, my, my name's John and I'm your friend. Um, so who are you looking for? When I think about who we're looking for, I think about John. I love John. Well, I, I'll say it. He is probably, well, he is in the top three because I'm thinking of other authors I love. He's definitely in the top three. I've read a, a bunch of his books. I think he's currently got over 80 books in print, uh, including reproductions. He's done over 100 books now, uh, which is insane. Uh, his speaking schedule is insane. He travels all over the world. Uh, he's in his 70s at this point. Uh, and, uh, uh, but John's uh, history was he was a pastor, uh, and then uh, the leadership principles he was developing at, at being a pastor uh, were needed in the business world, not just in the church world, and so uh, he made that transition over. He serves the whole world, not just his church anymore, uh, but I remember one time John telling the story about uh, when he goes, when he flies into airports, and there's a host there to pick him up and take him to a speaking engagement. He said, and it's always funny, like, th there's, there's two different kinds of people. There's, uh, well, yeah, two different kinds of people. Those who know who I am, and when I come through security, they, they make a beeline for me. And then there's other people who have a sign up that says John Maxwell, two different hosts. He said, and, you know, for fun sometimes, I'll walk right by the person that had the sign up, and I'll go get a rental car, or I'll take a shuttle or whatever to get a cab to go to the speaking engagement. Because here's the thing. This is John. John doesn't have an ego. He's just trying, he was trying to make a point. He said, I've written 80 books. My picture is in 80 books. So if somebody had just bothered to look at one of my books, they would know who I was. Maybe they still have a sign up, but now they at least know who they're looking for as opposed to just hoping I would find them. Okay, so how does that relate here? Are you seeing the, are you seeing the, the, the analogy? Are you seeing the metaphor? Uh, are you seeing the parallels? Um, how do we know who we're looking for? When, when we are searching for the right people on our team, how do we know when we finally found the one? Because just because they have a bill and just because they have uh, uh, feathers, it doesn't mean they're an eagle. They could be a duck, <laughs> right? They could, they could be one of those dirty ducks that poop in your pool, right? And so um, but we're looking for the eagles. So I'll say this uh, before I jump into the specifics of who we are looking for, the five signs. Number one, you will attract who you are. I got that from John Maxwell. You will attract who you are. I remember in the early days of my business, I was complaining to Andy about how uh, my business, it's just, it's terrible. Andy, I got like 
I got a bunch of thugs and this guy's a liar and a cheat and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, after a week of this, he's like, hey, I'm starting to wonder who you are, Fitz. Are you reading books right now? Are you listening to audios? Because you attract who you are. If you've got a team full of thugs, that must mean you're a thug. Like really need to look into who you are. And I'm, oh my gosh, that kind of hurt, right? And so you're going to attract who you are. So, <clears throat> so as we're going through these five things, these five signs that you got a guy, it's not just the signs that you got a guy, but it's signs that the person that hired you got a guy. Hear what I'm saying? So as you go through these five things, like ask your, be personal about this. Don't just use this to judge others. Use it as a, a judgment for you of am I meeting, am I living up to this criteria or not? Because you can't possibly expect people on your team to live up to this if you're not. And And, and if you have people, if you get lucky and find somebody who's, who's doing all five of these things and you're not, eventually they're not going to be looking to you for leadership. And at that point, your feelings are going to get hurt because they're going to start looking to somebody that's doing these things for leadership. Okay. So let's jump into them. Your guy. Now if you are a, a, a really anal note taker and you like writing down, you know, notes and then you hate it when a speaker gives you five things and it goes back and fills in the blanks in between the five things. That's me. I hate it. That's why I'm a digital note taker. Now I don't, I don't write notes anymore. I, I type them. Because I, I was listening to a speaker the other day. He said, I got a four-step process. And I was on number four. And he's like, okay, number two. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I thought you just listed out four steps. And now I'm on five, but you're really on two. So uh, if you're an anal note taker, you want to go back and fill in the gaps. I'm listing out the five things. And then I'm going to deep dive on each one of those five. Uh, so, and then at the end, I'll list the five again in one page just like this. Number one, listens. Number two, your guy works. Number three gets results. Number four, stays humble. Number five, handles negative. So we're going to dive in on each one of these five things here. Your guy does these five things. Number one, listens, all right? Participates in group education opportunities. For example, subject matter specific calls. Uh, I, I, you know, I'd love to listen to every single conference call in the world when it's live, but I can't. But the good thing is, the ones I miss are recorded and I can listen to them later. So if you didn't catch it live, are you listening to it at all? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I listened to um, uh, the Thursday product call uh, where the F&G representative was on there talking about index universal life policies. And I'm listening to that training. Now I'm selling IULs right now and I'm listening to that training. I'm going, wait a second. They got a Barclays cap at, at, at 190% participation rate. Is that right? So if the market goes up 15% or 15 points, this person's going to get nearly 30 uh, credited to their account. Is that right? And so during the call, I'm sending messages like to the call saying, Hey, is this right? Can you ask him and clarify what's the catch? And yeah, it is true. Holy cow. I'm so glad I was listening to that subject matter specific call. I'm, I'm glad I didn't miss it. Right. I'm not, I'm not asking people later. People ask me questions all the time. They're like, Hey Fitz, do you know about this? And do you know about that? And I'm going, yeah, because I listened to the call yesterday when they talked about it <laughs> or I missed the call, but I heard the podcast yesterday when they talked about it, when people ask me questions, oftentimes they're, um, they're revealing themselves, right? They're listening to, the, they're on the TFG hotspot. They're on their, their team call, the success team call, and not just, not just on it, but participating. They're, they're engaged, uh, listening to, uh, and pursuing coaching. So uh, listening to coaches, right? So not only pursues, but also prepares for coaching. By that, I mean questions, numbers, et cetera. I, you know, right now um, I'm, I'm working on content and I've got questions that I don't know the answers to. And so I'm starting to pursue conversations with people who do know the answers. 
trust me when I say this, when I get to that meeting, I'm not going to sit down and go, all right, I'm listening. Because <laughs> that person I'm, at, I'm, I'm, I'm meeting with doesn't know what I'm looking for, doesn't know necessarily what I need. Um, or maybe they do, but they don't know to start saying it because they don't know what I don't know. Right. So you got to prepare for the coaching sessions. You got to prepare for the meetings. Uh, a lot of people when, on the coaching sessions I have really do a great job of preparing. Some don't prepare at all. And it's evident because they're just looking at me like, what are we going to talk about? I, I don't know. You booked it. <laughs> Whatever you want to talk about, what we're going to talk about. In the absence of that, I'll just talk about what I want to talk about. That may not be what you want to talk about. And you get off the call frustrated because you didn't get the support or help that you needed. It just comes down to preparation. Uh, it listens with a desire to learn. Some people listen like observing a, a, an animal at the zoo. <laughs> They're just looking like, oh, that's neat. Hey, look at that. Hey, he's eating a leaf. Like that's, that's observation. You got to listen with a desire to learn. Like uh, some people listen to the call that we're doing right now, or maybe you're watching this later on, on a video or you're listening to the podcast in a couple of days. And, and they're, they're listening and they're, yeah, that's good information. That's good information. He, 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 I, I don't think that applies to me. Everything applies to you when you're listening for education. When you're listening to learn, everything you hear is applying to you. Some applies more than others. Some is just information that you need to pass on. Maybe it's not something you need to change, but it is something that you need to tell somebody else. Not just to learn, but to apply. All right, number two. Second sign, you got a guy. They work. Work on both sides of the equation. Personal production and building. There are two ways of making money here. Now, listen, uh, we have a lot of people. I, 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 we've, got, we've got somebody that, and I, I talk about this guy all the time. He doesn't listen to anything we do. He's not on the call right now. He turns in an app every February, like clockwork. There's an app every February. Um, I don't know why. Uh, I don't ask why. I, I like making money, and that's how this business works. He turns in business. He makes sales. I get paid a little override. Uh, we have you know, staff that processes stuff for him, helps him get stuff issued. You know, it, it's, it's, every, it's a symbiotic relationship. Everybody wins there. He's not my guy, you understand. But um, I'm trying to build a business here and every app counts. So I'm not going to uh, make him mad and drive him away. I'm not going to make fun of him. But your guy, your guy works on both sides of the equation. Your guy is personal production and building. Let me clear something up. I started saying a minute ago and didn't finish the thought. People wonder if we're looking for quality or quantity. You can only find the quality through quantity. You can only find the quality through quantity. Uh, the story I love here, and I don't know if you ever saw the movie uh, Catch Me If You Can, Leo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks, loved it. It's a, it's a true story about a legendary uh, uh, fraudulent guy who was making checks and all that sort of stuff. The, the, the way the FBI fraud department, the way they know that a bill is fake, a fake $100 bill, the way they know it's fake, they spend a lot of time around the real thing. And so when they, when they see a fake one, they don't immediately know what's wrong with it. They just know it's off. That's, that's not right. Because they spent so much time around the ones that are right. Here's the thing. You can't recruit five people this year and find a guy. You can't do it. If you do, it's absolute luck. Absolute luck. Because you don't have enough data to see who's different. There's a mass of people that you bring on board. We hear from the top producers every week in our Tuesday morning call. And, and, and listen, we, a lot of times we hear from the same ones. There's a, a trend of who, they're different. There's a mass and then there's a different one, right? And so in order to find that different one, you've got to go through mass to see oh, all of these are the same. This one's different. That's probably somebody I need to pay attention to. Does that make sense? So you, you, you can't find the quality without going through the quantity without, yeah, that's how, that's how it appears. So uh, people may say 
They may say they're working both sides of the equation, but the numbers will reveal, are they actually personally producing and building? Uh, your person works hard. Oh, Fitz, I just believe in working smart, says the lazy person. I believe in working smart too, but only working smart leaves you broke. You also have to work hard. If you want to make a living to keep a roof over your head, you got to work hard. If you want to, if you want to build a massive business that's producing millions in income, you got to work hard. I'm not saying you got to work hard forever, but you do have to work hard. Gets after it, realizing that achievement requires effort. I was hearing a podcast the other day, and a guy was like, "Yeah, you know, I, I mean, he's built his business up, and he's doing pretty well." He's like, "Man, I took 160 days off last year. It's like half the year." And he said that, and I was like, That's, I'm so mad right now because people are listening to the podcast that he just said, I took off 160 days, and they're thinking that they're going to get where he's gotten by taking off half the year. That's just not true. It's just not true. It's absolute fallacy. I'm not saying that he should be working like that now, but he worked his butt off in the early days to get it. And then in the podcast, he was talking, started talking about the early days, and he started talking about how much he was working. I was like, you need to drive home that point, man. Because you can't see extraordinary results with, with lackadaisical effort. You just can't. It, it doesn't work like that. Life doesn't work like that. Stays after, even on days that it doesn't go well. Man, I'm making dollars right now trying to figure out the telesales thing. It's just not going well. I quit. <laughs> I mean, how, how uninteresting would life be if every time something was hard or we failed at something, we just quit? That's, that's sad to think about. Makes the dials, books the appointments, interviews, does the work. Works hard, puts in the effort. Works smart. See, I got that too. Got to work smart. Uses tools at disposal. By no means an exhaustive list, but we got tools. We got activity tracker. We got 24-hour education. We got counsel. We got people available to, for you to ask questions and receive coaching from. Are you taking advantage of that? Are you, have you, listen, we've got our agent orientation page, but that's really for the first 90 days. Have you logged into the Fitz Group website and seen all the videos that we have? got like 150 training videos on there it's insane all kinds of good stuff that's on there and then and that's that's like the stair step up next step up would be the alliance university are you plugging into that and watching all the stuff that's available there now first 90 days stick to the agent orientation but your guy your guy is using all the tools available well i, I track my numbers fits but i don't put it in that spreadsheet thing you created okay listen you just, you're not taking advantage of all the opportunities. That spreadsheet thing is not busy work. That spreadsheet thing reveals to you trends in your business and gives you an indicator of what's working and what's not. It's not busy work. If you don't want to use it, that's okay. It's okay, right? If your guy doesn't want to use it, I'm not beating somebody up about not using it, but you're just not taking advantage of all the tools. You're not working smart. Number three, gets results. Personal production. Okay, not only making dials and booking appointments, but also making sales. Man, my guy's working hard. He's making a lot of dials. Is he getting results? No, not your guy yet. Not your guy yet. He could be. He's getting there, going through the learning curve, but he's got to get results to be your guy. Guy being non-gender specific term. Getting referrals. Getting the ancillary sales. Is your guy getting annuities ever? IULs, the hospital indemnity. Has he done the AHIP and starting to do Medicare and, and, and all that other stuff? Like, are you? Is your guy doing all that stuff? Because on the personal production side, it's all of those things. On the building side, getting results, recruiting in width, kicking off the training wheels. We were discussing yesterday, I've done a lot of hiring for a lot of people, and I will continue doing it because I'm trying to build my business. But what I'm looking for is the person that, that one day looks at me and says, you know what, Fitz, I don't need it anymore. I don't need you to do interviews for me anymore. I got this. We were talking yesterday, and, and Adam Johnson was telling me, he said, listen, I remember in the early days, 
I would run an ad. I would find somebody that was uh, licensed and potentially interested. I'd put them on your calendar fits, and then I listened to you do the interview, and I learned how you did it, and I didn't have to do that long, and I was doing it myself. My guy. Keys to building. Excitement, conviction, and expectation. Listen, if you, if, if you want to know how to hire people, excitement, conviction, and expectation. Let's define those terms. Excitement is an energy level. Do you feel the energy level as I'm talking right now? Would it be as exciting of a talk? And I was like, mm, energy level. So you got to do building and recruiting with kicks off the training wheels, keys, excitement, energy level, conviction, expectation. It's not that exciting. And people aren't attracted to not exciting. They're, they're not attracted to boring. They're attracted to excitement. And so sometimes maybe you're an introvert. Like I am naturally introverted. Sometimes you've got to, to rise up and become an extrovert to make money, right? Conviction, fixed or firm belief. Do you have a conviction of where you're going? Do you have a conviction that this works? Do you have a conviction that we are an essential business? Do you have a conviction that, that the people we're helping actually need our help? Do you have a conviction that right now there's millions of people without a job and we have jobs for them that actually pay real money <laughs> from real multi-billion dollar insurance companies in an industry that's been around for four centuries? Do you have that conviction? And an expectation, looking forward to, an expectation of good things to come, not an expectation of, you know, the Acme safe dropping from the, <laughs> from the roof onto you in the old cartoons, the Bugs Bunny cartoons, not the expectation that life's always going to suck, but the expectation that it's going to work out in your favor. I'm telling you, you got to have that expectation. People aren't attracted to people who are always waiting for the anvil to drop on their head. People are looking and attracted for attracted to people who expect great things and are going to realize it. Like 20 years ago, the first time I met Andy Albright, 20, 27 years ago this year, 27 years ago, first time I met him, I was a 17-year-old kid. I had no idea what he was talking about. There were circles and a dry erase board, but I knew it in his eyes that he was going somewhere. And I just said, I want to go with him there because he's going to get there. Number four, stays humble. By the way, if somebody says they're humble, <laughs> by definition, they're probably not. So <laughs> doesn't believe the press clippings. Yeah, you got some applause. Yeah, you got some praise. But you know the truth. You're not really all that, right? Like, like Michelle said, my feet stink. You know, like, you know, like you, you know the behind the scenes. And so when you're getting the trophies, when you're getting the applause, when you're getting all that, like you, 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 you know who you really are, right? <laughs> you, you, know, you, you know that you fart. Like, you, you know that you scratch, you know that you pick your nose. Like, you, you know all those things, right? Like, you're not perfect. You got to remember that. And you're looking for the guy that remembers that. The guy that's like, man, I wrote one app this year. <sighs> yeah, yeah, pretty awesome. That guy, not your guy. Oh, man, I crushed it in recruiting. I got three people in the last 15 years. <sighs> not your guy, okay? Not a bad guy. Not driving him away. Not, not, not trying to get rid of production. But at the same time, recognize this isn't necessarily who you're going to invest your time in, who you're going to invest your resource in. Once recognition starts, stays plugged into leadership. Once recognition starts, now all of a sudden, oh, man, I know all. No, you don't. You're still learning. You know, you know how you know you're done learning? You're dead. That's when you're done learning because you never stop. It never stops. It never stops. There's always something new to learn. No such thing as a self-made man. I remember seeing a picture very similar to this in a gym I was attending one time. A trainer has a personal gym. 
he had this one of the successories posters and it said under, underneath it's self-made man i said your poster's crap <laughs> he's like what do you mean man self-made look he's chiseling himself out of stone i said that's not self-made who made the stone who made the hammer who made the chisel he didn't make that and then chisel himself out of stone <laughs> he didn't make himself and then chisel himself out it, it, it's it's impossible I, and i'm sorry if i'm so literal but that picture is crap that's not real and and when you start believing that you are self-made you got a humility problem there's a pride issue just just be aware of that because listen i'm not casting stones i'm not saying you got this problem this problem i'm saying these are signs you need to be aware you need to be aware of of the situation right when when, when you start thinking you did it and you stop giving credit to those who helped you that's a that's a problem and it's going to stop you from your upward trajectory it's going to keep you from reaching your full potential extra credit what got you here won't get you there if your leadership isn't growing at a fast enough rate your guy will pursue better leadership that, that has nothing to do with your guy there that's all about you finding your guy if you're not developing yourself if you're not increasing your leadership capacity your your guy's going to say listen this house is too small for me i need to move out Number five, handles negative. Handles negative and eliminates confusion in own business while not allowing it to deviate the course. Now, I've had some people read this and they go, oh, yeah, it's your guy is the one that doesn't tell you anything that's going on. No, I've had people like that that I found out six months later they were going through something devastating that I, I had some experience with that I could have helped them with, but they didn't tell me. And so I couldn't help them with it. And, and, and their prognosis lasted longer than it should have. Their, 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 their hard reality they were facing lasted longer than it should have. And, and maybe I just didn't ask good enough questions. Um, but at the same time, I, I've dealt with and led people who hid things from me because they were concerned of how it would make me think about them. Like I would think less of them. I'm not going to think less of you. I'm a person too. <laughs> like I, I know who I really am. And I know that's not who you see on the camera every day. Right, like I, I get it. So revealing to counsel, trusted counsel, revealing to to those people the things that are going on is not a bad thing. But I am looking for somebody that doesn't need me to handle everything in their business for them. Right, you're looking for somebody like that. So handles the negative and eliminates confusion. Negative happens. Deal with it. Negative happens. Deal with it. Right now, pandemic going on in our country. If you're watching this five years from now, right now it's 2020, the pandemic. Five years from now, you won't, you won't have forgotten it. It happened. They shut down the whole country. Negative happens. Deal with it. Learn how to lead through it. Learn how to lead yourself through it. Learn how to lead others through it. Your guy is going to be able to do that. Some people are just naturally able to do that. And most of us, though, had to learn it. But confusion, negative happens. You can't eliminate negative. You can eliminate confusion. So ask for help, schedule the things you have control over and keep those things the main things. When, when dealing with confusion, sometimes people, I'm, I'm, I'm asking questions and people are confused about this phone script or that phone script or this presentation or that presentation or this, this call or that call. You as a leader need to be decisive and say, this is what you need to do. This is the call you need to do. This, like, be, don't be demanding, but be clear and direct and, and, lead right and you're looking for a guy like that now listen <laughs> you, you don't run a, a craigslist ad this week and just find the guy the first craigslist ad you run it, it's taken me thousands of people to find the leaders that i have 
Now, did I find great leaders? We have great leaders in our organization. That's why our organization is so great. It has nothing to do with us. I just went through finding all the great people. It's like the, the great coaches of all time. They just had great players, guys. It's not that hard to, to figure out how to be a great coach. Get great players. <laughs> that really increases your coaching ability when you have great uh, talent on your team. So, but you have to go through a lot to find that great talent, all the while getting yourself better so that you're able to attract the better talent when you do. So here's the five signs. Listen, work, get results, stays humble, handles negative. That's how you know you got a guy. Hope that helps. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.